Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex and the City podcast hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Hi, everybody. Um, you're listening to the Sex and the Make City ASMR video. <laughs> Um, this is how it's going to be like for the whole video, so just sit back, close your eyes, and get ready for how fucking awesome me and Paige are! What? What? <laughs> I put myself everyone? to sleep with that intro. I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, you're sleeping right now. What if we just do an entire episode where we're just sleeping? I think it would be our highest rated. <laughs> <laughs> everybody welcome to a new episode of i couldn't help a podcast the unofficial sex in the city podcast <laughs> where we talk about our own lives and not really sex in the city but that's what it is we talk about our sex and our city that's true boom boom oh there's a tv show with that same title that's weird weird <laughs> so um i was i was at a, a dinner party last night and somebody oh. like lost their mind because they're like what are you talking about you and jd have a podcast about sex in the city where can i find it so shout out to Corey if you're listening oh thank you Corey. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> into it <laughs> yeah i love it it was so cute um so anyways uh you want to do a relationship status update sure how's challenge he is an angel he is beautiful he is talented he is smart there are doors that are opening up to him that are not my business to tell but hopefully he'll be able to tell because i'm so excited for everything that he's doing and then it makes me feel good because i'm doing stuff that i want to do he's doing the stuff that he wants to do we're happy for each other and we're just essentially building to the ultimate gay power couple here in reno nevada cute name a better one i can't that's what i thunk (laughs) before it was luke and ben but they don't live here anymore so was it Luke and Ben, though? No. Right. <laughs> no. Love you guys. Love you. They don't listen. It's fine. <laughs> they have better things to do. They moved to, like, Texas or some shit anyway. Whatever. What the fuck happens to Texas? Ooh, just kidding. A lot. Uh, Lots goes down in Texas. I am very rude for that question. <laughs> I hope everyone's okay, and I wish everyone a speed of recovery. Oof, yeah. And um, I like Austin. <sighs> Like, so yeah, this has been um, our culturally insensitive moment of the day. Anyway, I was going to be the one to do it. I know. <laughs> Usually it's me. <laughs> okay. Anyways, anyways back yeah. to better things. So anyway, we guys, we are on um, season two, episode fourteen, the fuck buddy. Uh, the synopsis is Carrie tries to ease the pain of being separated from Mr. Big. Samantha spends some quality time with her neighbors, and Miranda dates an angry control freak, which is pretty par for the course. I think the only thing they're missing in that synopsis is that uh, Charlotte decides to let loose a little bit and it backfires. That makes me so mad. <laughs> Could it easily have worked out for her in the second she was like, oh, this is my plan. We were all like, ugh. Yeah. It's not going to work out for you because obviously it can't. Mm-hmm. Because this show hates his four main characters and nothing good can come to them ever. Ever. No, it's all about the farce. <laughs> <laughs> so we start out the episode where Skipper's back. Everybody. Skipper's back, everybody! A oh young Tom God. Hanks. The- <laughs> I'm still convinced he looks like a young Tom Hanks. My face, I swear to God. I was just like, what the hell are you talking? No, he's a kid. I swear to God, they just put out a casting call for world's world's most foremost D&D player or something like that. And Skipper applied. And they were like, yes, 
that's what we want. Come on back. You're not doing anything, right? Could you come back for the did second you, season? Did you already finish the campaign? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, good. So glad. Did you slay the dragon? We don't care, actually. We Let's don't care. Just, come back. Yeah, just these are your lines. So Skipper's <laughs> back, and he's um, complaining to Carrie because he's super upset because he just keeps getting dumped. By women who are so much better than he is. I'm like, what are yeah, you like, doing? These girls are beautiful. They're intelligent. They are running their <laughs> jobs. And they're doing it right. Not like these four girls who just complain about everything. These girls actually like, no, I want to I wanna step it up. I want to do better things for myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, Marky and I, she's mm-hmm. very upset because we kind of subtweet her a little bit on the show a lot so i'm just gonna call her out hey marky hey marky she and i were talking the other day about guys that that um like date above their station essentially (laughs) that it's like uh no i don't know why you think you could get that but that that's what it is and we kind of stumbled upon the conclusion that a lot of them wait until those people are weak and then they go after them so that's the only way that they can sort of date. Get their foot in the door. Right. It's the only way that they can get girls that are that awesome is by waiting for them to stumble and then they catch them. And that's why it never works out between them. So sorry, Skipper. This is your life. Sorry, Skipper. This is what you are doomed for. <laughs> that Have you seen She's a Man? Uh, with Amanda Bynes? Yeah. Yeah. I love the movie. <laughs> and there's one line that's always stuck out, and it's um, one of Channing Tatum's friends who tries to talk to one of the girls. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, pretty lady. And she turns around, she's like, what? What are you hitting on me? Girls with asses like mine do not talk to boys with faces like yours. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't remember that She was part. like the villain of the movie, and I was like, bitch, you are the hero. <laughs> You're the hero of my life. I really, I do like, oh, it's such a hard conversation to have because I feel like there there are things that I see in in people that are not necessarily at my level. Mm -hmm. And there's people that are like totally above my level that I'm like, of course I'm going to flirt with that. What, what's good? What's the worst that's going to happen? I date him. Like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the big deal? Like, I ran into somebody the other day who's, like, completely off of social media. And after, um, after, like, he had left, I was, like, to turn to my mutual friend. And I was, like, girl, get that story for me. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, like, yeah? And I'm, like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He needs to date me, like, right now. <laughs> And she, like, laughed, and I was like, no, I'm actually a little serious, though. Like, like actually. Like, no, like, like, ha, 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 but also. But also, get that story. Talk me up. Let's 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 make this happen. It's never going to happen, but let's make this happen. Let's use this network. <laughs> right. Have you seen She's Out of Your League? No. It has Jay Bruchnell. Yes. And Alice Eve in it. I've seen the, the cover art oh, for it. Oh, Miller. the cover <laughs> I'm sorry. I used to work at Hollywood Video, so I put away a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't necessarily see a lot of movies. Um... Uh, but that was really good because Jay Bush and I was like, oh, and his weird little weird ass voice. He's like, oh, how am I supposed to? Why would I ever talk to Alice Eve, you know? Because, like, she's so beautiful. And I'm like, look at me. Like, I, this is who I am. <laughs> and the, TJ. That was the best impression. <laughs> and then, like, all of his friends are like, okay, well, like, well, actually, all of his friends are actually like, no, you're right. She's absolutely beautiful. She's stunning. She is a 13. You are a solid, like, Five, oh. five or six, but just <laughs> stay in your area. But Alice Eve likes him, and she's like, "Don't shoot yourself down. Like, don't yeah. take yourself out of the game. If 
Like, let someone else reject you. Don't ever stop talking to someone because you're like, oh, they're out of my league. Let someone tell you that they're out of your league. Right. Then they're an asshole. And then you can feel fine when you're rejected. Right. Don't just immediately stop that. Yeah. I, I'm all for dating out of your league. <laughs> I'm dating out of my league. I'm dating a 10. Aww. That was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like I've I think I've gone all over the map and I don't think that I am like the the world's cutest person or anything like that but I'm definitely I've 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 gone up I've gone down <laughs> like and I it, that's part of I feel like being a demisexual though is that it's not about physical Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I will 100% joke about it being, like, physical. Like, oh, yeah, he's hot. He needs to date me. But, like, in actuality, if we went out on a date and he didn't, and he wasn't interesting, I'd be like, and scene. So, oh, <laughs> it's like, eh, it's kind of okay. But what's not okay is Miranda dating this gaslighting motherfucker. What? I love him. Okay, you need to, you need to explain yourself. <laughs> I am him. <laughs> No, you're not. Because he's not joking. True. So, Miranda's guy, he's a liar. He loves to argue. He's combative. He also likes to tell people what they, to do. He's the worst kind of person that you could ever want. But what Miranda likes about him is the fact that as controlling as he is, just like out on the streets, he's controlling in bed. And there's something that like it, she gets turned on by that. But she won't just sleep with him. She wants to build a relationship with him for no fucking reason because he's a piece of shit. Mm. But it's... He is always combative. He is always trying to argue with her. He, it gets to, like, a weird point where it looks like it's a, an abusive relationship. Not mm-hmm. physically, but just... Um, they're at a bar. He orders... Well, he demands a drink from the waitress. And he, like, screams. He's like, yo, waitress, I want a draft beer at this table now. Walks away. And the waitress comes back, spills a little bit of the beer. And Miranda is, like, cleaning it up for him. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I just don't want him... I don't want him to go off on the waitress. And, like, Paige pointed it out, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's unhealthy. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, I've been in both, like, I've I've been in, in friendships where that's happened, where I've done stuff like that, where I've been like, no, I need to fix this before they come, because I don't want to deal with them being angry about something, mm-hmm. you know, or, hey, could you not tell so-and-so about this particular situation, because it's going to make them really angry, and, like, the... The second that I would say it, I was like, that's so stupid. But also, I'm lazy, and I just don't want to put up with the drama. So, it's like, where's the line of abuse and me being lazy? How much pain are you willing to tolerate, Paige? That's a whole other episode. (laughs) (laughs) Which you can listen to on Omni or on iTunes. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, So, I wrote, one of my notes is, women like in the bedroom what they dislike in life. And I feel like we have talked about this a little bit before, Mm -hmm. about how... Like, I'm very much kind of an alpha, let's do this, let's go here kind of a person. And so I like um, a guy who's a little bit more um, dominant and bad, but, like, to a certain degree. Like, it was pointed out to me recently that I have a a big, like, control issue. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. I'm a director. (laughs) And? (laughs) I'm like, I'm a writer, I'm a director, I like planning out everything, like family circus style where I know the exact path that I'm following. <laughs> yeah, the little dotted line that goes all the way around. For you youngins, that is a comic reference. Like, Sunday comics. Like, Sunday comics. Like, yeah. three panels. Yeah. Yeah. Three Oh, panels. but I love them. Oh, God. I, I miss Blondie. I miss Blondie. Dagwood was 
my favorite. Really? I yes. hated Dagwood. I loved how he slept on the couch. <laughs> I hated Dagwood. <laughs> oh, what else did I like? Obviously Garfield. Marvin, the fucking intelligent oh ass baby. Oh my god, that, yes. That was also, like, one of my favorites. But I, you know what? I always skip Prince Valiant. He was boring. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I missed the start of this. And it, it's a series. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I don't care. Right? I'm like, then it's not interesting, like, a soap opera where you could just pick it up and be like, bitch, what's bitch, happening what's now? Who the fuck is Guillermo? Yeah. <laughs> my dad used to collect all the Sunday newspapers for me just so I can... Well, I was super interested in the newspaper, but I liked the funnies. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one day for my birthday, he just, like, collected a whole booklet of it and just, like, made me a book based off of all the Sunday comics that I could just go through whenever I was, like, feeling down. And just, like, breeze through them. And I was like, I, you had no right to do this to me. <laughs> Why did you come from a heart like this? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to think you're going to, like, slap me on the back and be like, happy birthday, butto. <laughs> That's not what my dad sounds like at all. <laughs> Too joyful. <laughs> Too joyful. I love it. Yeah, Chad actually bought like the anthology of peanuts. So he has all of them. It's crazy. Whereas like I would die if somebody bought me the anthology of like Kathy. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Kathy. I love Kathy so much. There are times when I still like when I'm when I'm going through a phase when I'm trying not to curse. Yeah. Which hasn't been recently, but I might be going into it again because somebody called me out on it. Um, but I will, instead of being like, fuck, damn, shit, I'll be like, ack. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> for better or for worse. That one was always super good. That was, you know, they like broke my heart when they decided to like start over. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And then like, no, because she was my age and I was like identifying with her. Now she's a baby again. I was so mad. It, it was cute. I love this weird. We just I'm went off. <laughs> anyway, comics, awesome. Anyways, back to the <laughs> shitty show. Back to this crappy show. So anyway, yeah, like, um, what's so? I love what uh, Samantha. I, I just, I was so there for Samantha. I was just like, yeah, why put up with his personality if he's great in bed? Just have sex with him mm-hmm. and stop dating him. And I'm like, yeah. That seems, yeah, that like, works. Yeah, stop dating. Why not? Like, what's the problem? And, of course, she's like, no, I can't do that. Even though later on, when they're talking about what the definition of fuck buddies is, she's like, oh, yeah, my fuck buddy moved to Chicago, and we have phone sex now. Really, bitch? You want to know what that is? What is it? Bad writing. Again? <laughs> In this show? In this show? Who would have You guys, that's the... That's the second time. Third time when you guys are out. That's the 80th time today. <laughs> and I... I We're going to get a cease and desist letter from fucking Kenneth Bushnell or Michael Patrick King. No, Kenneth Bushnell knows this This TV show is crap. Her writing is so much better than this show. Yes. For real. Maybe David Starr's like, you guys talk a lot of shit. Do you guys want to be in Younger season four? And then we're like, yes. <laughs> we're like, yes. absolutely. Because you know what? You're so much better now, Darren Starr. He, and he is. Yeah. Younger as is much great. As, as much shit as we talk, Younger is great. It is. We're starting that podcast after this. Yeah, for sure. Because Younger is happening. What <laughs> um, are we going to call it? What are we going to call We're going to just keep it. We're going to, this is, <gasps> I couldn't help but podcast the series. The brand. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. And then we make it a book instead of a martini. Yes. Or like we just change a book our... next to the martini. Dear Derek. <laughs> Dear Derek Armstrong, graphic Dude. designer extraordinaire. Yes, who's who's done our logo. Guess what you're doing now? <laughs> 
Love you. He's going to be on a future episode of the podcast. I'm very excited about that. He is. Season three. He will be here. Yay. Get ready. Benchins. He's He's got some personality to go along with all that talent and looks. God, he's got everything. Fuck you, Derek Armstrong. Anyways. Um, <laughs> he's got everything. I this hate him. This is the him. Derek Armstrong Queens episode. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, so I really, I hate Samantha's storyline, though, where she's got neighbors that are having wild sex, which... Like she can hear through the her wall, right? Which once we had to move our where our, her bed was, we had to move it to the other side of the wall, not because the neighbors were having sex, but because he couldn't wake up to his alarm that for some reason he set at two o'clock in the morning. What the fuck? And he let it go off until five thirty in the morning, and I didn't go to work until like nine, and I wanted to murder him. I think that's justifiable. Yeah. You could have made a citizen's arrest, I'm pretty sure. We would just bang on the wall mm-hmm. until, like, he woke up and shut it off, but then he would always just snooze it, and so it would just go off 15 minutes later, and I would go off 15 <laughs> minutes later. Oh, my God. Uh, but I've never had... But I've never, like, heard people having sex through the wall. Have you? No. I'm kind of mad about it. Like, I feel like it's just a... It's a trope that doesn't actually happen because walls aren't actually that thin or something. Maybe not here, because we, Brino sort of cares about it, people. In New York, they're just like, how many rats can we fit into one shoebox? <laughs> thin walls, thin walls, that's at least a whole other apartment we can s- s- oversell. Right, yeah, the only thing, the only thing that I hear in my apartment is that the, um, so the, the lady upstairs for me, I just learned, has a grandson that she watches all the time, and so that's why it sounds like they're bowling all the time, and that occasionally somebody just drops a whole bag of marbles onto the floor. <laughs> And I'm like, this makes so much sense. Like, I'm not even angry about it anymore. Like, before I was like, what are you doing? But I'm like, oh, you've got a grandson that... Okay, we're we're good. We're good. <laughs> this is an adult-only apartment complex, please. Please. Knock, knock. Knocked off. No, that's okay. I think her name's Judy, so Judy, if you're listening. Judy, Judy, boo-booty, boo-booty, foo-foo-foo. We're good. <laughs> I have, on one side, um, it's a father and his, like, 20-something-year-old son. And the son's, like, a really good singer, and he's always singing. So I was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. But whenever his dad's there, his dad's always like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. You're being so loud and annoying. And then they just get into a fight. I'm like, this started out beautiful. And then it's not And then it's not. I have down the hall from me, there's uh, this gorgeous lady. She's so awesome, and she plays the piano sometimes. And so occasionally I'll be like, oh, my gosh, she's playing the piano. And I'll just leave my front door open. And, like, listen to her play. And it's so... And, like, it's so beautiful. And it's so, like... It just, like, brings this little bit of, like, magic to living here in the apartment that I love. And she's so cute. I love love all my neighbors. That's good. (laughs) They're adorable. Whose dog is this? Whose dog? Okay, fair enough. I don't like one neighbor. Anyway. (laughs) We ain't getting into that. My favorite Um. thing about this episode is when all the girls are chatting about... Well, not about fuck buddies, but their pre-fuck buddy chat. They all go to a picnic at like a park right yeah i'm like this is so domestic of you guys like, and it was super cute. cute and they're just like oh we're gals we're just gonna set up a little picnic blanket right gather around and still talk about our issues because that's all we do is eat and talk shit yeah it would have been completely adorable if it hadn't been for the fact that um patricia of the costume department didn't decide to just throw up all over the girls they not not a single one of them look good in that scene no. like i miranda was wearing a hood and a hat on top of it. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's a windbreaker not- with the hood yes. on. 
and then a like mini fedora on top of it. Actually, it looked like a top hat. It just it was awful. It was real, like why did they? And then Carrie's wearing like a yodeling outfit. Yeah, she looks like she's literally about to go like shoot a Ricola commercial after. I don't like, know what that is, but I just thought of clogs. Like, she definitely wears wooden clogs with that outfit. You don't remember those commercials? No. They're, like, it's for the um, cough drops, like, Ricola. <gasps> Ricola. Yes, okay, yes, yes. But that's literally what she looks like. It's ridiculous. Um, but I do. I liked that scene. It was really cute, the way they talked about everything. And then I love that Carrie just made a booty call. Mm. I was just like, go, Carrie. Good job. <laughs> and then I liked that she was... Like, oh, I, you know, I just realized I don't have a relationship pattern. I have a between relationship pattern. Do you have a between relationship pattern? I've only ever had two relationships. And my <laughs> between relationship pattern was, hey, don't date anybody because dating sucks. Hmm. Yeah. And it's still true. But, like, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't really had enough to say if a pattern has formed. Because I feel like a pattern forms after three times. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten to three yet, so... See me either. I like, I don't know. We were so unqualified. We are so qualified to be talking to the show about people who date around and sleep around because we're just like, "Mm, no, we're just going to settle down. That's that's good enough. It's totally fine. Uh, And she makes an interesting observance um observance <laughs> observation observation. Thank you. She makes it great. Words observance. are hard. Another just like re- the same people who say. Um, I know how to conversate. Ugh, I hate that. It's like, it's converse. Yeah. I hate that so much. Also, when you know the difference between when something is converse and when something is a converse, like a shoe. <laughs> there. I, I, don't, I don't know if I should bring this up or not. Now you got it. Um, but there's, there's a guy that I'm seeing and his phone keeps um, auto-correcting compliment to compliment meant like with an e instead of an oh. i and i'm like is it wrong <laughs> like it's gotten to the point where every once in a while he's like just take a compliment because i'm terrible at taking compliments and yeah so it's just take a compliment i'm like, how about a compliment you bitch i am I'm, I'm like i would take it if you could spell it right uh, <laughs> I'm delicious terrible. i'm a terrible person um i love how the girls are like Charlotte, what the hell is wrong with you that you don't know what a fuck buddy is? Set up. Now they're officially talking <laughs> about the fuck buddies, which is the theme of this episode. They're all doing, like, what are they doing? Yoga? Pilates? Yoga lattes? Uh, stretching? It looked like yoga, but also they were talking far too much for it to be yoga. And that, that's what I was going to bring up. I was like, I have never been in a place where I'm sweating that I'm able to hold a conversation with anybody. My mm-hmm. ass is out of shape. I can never breathe. Yeah. And I'm usually sweating. I'm usually like, don't talk to me. Always. And also, most of the gyms that I go to have really shitty lighting that is not cute. Maybe it was Brickham Yoga. Maybe that's why they were sweating. Because it was hot. No, but that's like a more peaceful place, isn't it? Because, um, like, I you're know. sweating. Like, they were, like... Well, the- someone had, like, a water bottle to the face. No, in Bikram Yoga, you are fucking yeah. horrid. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> They're, uh, they were they're, doing some form of exercise. Yes, sort of. And they were chatting through the entire fucking thing. And part of me is just like the... If I was in that same fucking room, I would just tell these bitches to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But then also me. If I could stay in a conversation, that would be me. You're like, let me tell you about this guy's dick. Blah, 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 blah. But also, we wouldn't be taking um, exercise class. <laughs> we did used to yoga class. 
Yeah, but we weren't talking in that. We weren't, because it was about peace and relaxation. Exactly. Can you talk, just imagine You can talk us, about dicks later. We can just do downward dog and be like, hey, this sounds familiar. hey <laughs> But yeah, I would have told them to shut the hell up. But I love how Charlotte's like, what are you guys talking about? Dating around? What's that? And I was like... Do you make Charlotte to be such around. a fucking idiot? Yeah, I don't like it. Like, Charlotte, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, yeah. I was just like, oh, God, you're the worst, man. Ugh. You're so bad. <laughs> so they schooled her on it, and she was like, oh, my gosh, dating more than one person at once. My eyes have been opened. And so she decides to make a couple of dates, and I think that's totally silly. Whereas Carrie then um, tries to make... Um, <laughs> you're like, look her. Joe's like going around through my couch and he just opened it up and he just found like a belt that goes with an outfit that I no longer have that's been shoved in the back of the couch because I'm garbage. It was just funny because I was like, oh, I'm getting comfortable. And then I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, I like, I don't want to be talking at it if it belongs to something. And then because of who I am as a person, I just started investigating. This is what makes me ready for National Treasure 3. I want to be the sidekick. Okay. <laughs> and it's just I'm not actually smart at anything I just like stumble onto things you're right I'd be better for like the mummy franchise because they never did anything they just stumbled they're just like shit what's that <laughs> <laughs> let's run <laughs> I'm so sorry back to the episode so um Carrie decides that she wants to try and make it work with her fuck buddy and date her fuck buddy which why why I mean, first of all her he specific seem line was I was ready to have a deeper relationship with the person I have shallow sex with and I was like, someone was so proud of themselves for writing that line. <laughs> so proud of themselves. Was this a Jenny Bex? Jenny was probably like on cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check now. Oh, nope. This was a Darren star. A weird. Good job, Darren. <laughs> um, so she's like, yeah, do you want to go to dinner? And he's like, oh, eyebrow raise dinner. And I'm like, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, legitimately, I'm like, he doesn't think that he's going to dinner with you. He thinks that you're using it as an excuse for sex, and he's just coming over for sex. Like, what are you doing? You need to be more clear about it. Like, I want to date you. And she doesn't, and he comes over, and he's like, wait, what? Oh, we're actually going we're, out to dinner. Wait, we're going to dinner? And and it's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to dinner. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, I made a reservation. She makes a reservation for sushi, which, like, listen... I love sushi. I love it so much. You want to take me to sushi as a surprise? I'm surprised. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. <laughs> I am. I am there 100%. But in the 90s, sushi was not for everybody. It wasn't something that you just took someone out to do. Hmm. It was like a little bit more exotic. It was a little bit more. Oh, okay, that's a little weird. So of course he's like, no, I don't have this crap. He like orders chicken teriyaki, which like I totally was like, oh my god, you're that person. And I was like, let him live his life because I used to be that person. <laughs> Every now and then I still am. <laughs> and Sushi I'm, sucks. Oh, this is why we can never work out. I love it so much. Seriously, I will like cry tears of joy if somebody's like, let's go out to sushi. I'm like, oh my god, let's go out to sushi. I love you. Let's go to sushi right now at noon. Yes, I love you. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, she should have asked, though. She absolutely should have been like, we're going to dinner. Where do you want to go for dinner to also facilitate that she was serious about dinner? Here was my thing. Is she asked him to dinner right after they had sex? Yeah. 
and that's totally like and i would have interpreted it i was like oh she actually wants to go to dinner because like we just had sex you don't have that like that sex drive really of before you have sex like where you're just like oh you say things that like it's like the pre-nut so Mm. you just say all these things and after you know you're like oh who am i but this i'm dirty really yeah i totally would just interpret it as like yeah you want to hook up again all right buddy let's make some plans i would be like bitch food yes i am there (laughs) where but also yeah like where where foodies will fuck up some food so it's like food versus sex if you're ever trying to hook up with me don't invite me to dinner because i will eat my weight in dinner and then you'll be like now we have to have sex and be like no bitch (laughs) i fucking bloated i might have to poop at any single time I drink a lot of water, so I always have to pee. Like, this is not happening. If you ever want to hook up with me, don't take me to dinner. <laughs> and <laughs> don't tips. promise me that there will be dinner. And then, like, I'll be like, ooh, I'm what's for dinner. And then I'll be like, no, bitch, I didn't eat all fucking day because I was starving. <laughs> and pro tip, opposite for me. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, let's fuck up some all you can eat. And then let's work it off with some sex. Yes. Um, no, I go too far in all you can eat. Like it's a personal challenge. Like all you can eat. It's not like a suggestion. Like, you're like oh, when you're full, it's like, all you can eat. How much can I eat? Let's not until I hate myself because that's at the beginning. <laughs> How much can I eat until I physically cannot put more food in my body? Yes. And if my ass is moving or gyrating or like humping something, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> And it's not going to be cute for anybody, so I'm not going to do that. No, that's totally fair. One time I went to the El Dorado Buffet, and they have the best orange juice in the entire world. It's good. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I drank seven cups of orange juice. I had, like, uh, acidic hiccups for four days. Jesus. Like, nonstop. I had to go to work, and I was like, (laughs) I was trying to sleep, and I would just be hiccuping for four days. Oh, my God. And, like, my throat was raw from, like, the yeah, acid of orange, yeah. yeah, from the citrus, <laughs> and it just hurts so bad. You go so hard. <laughs> Listen, it is a challenge. I know, I love it. That's so funny. See, I don't do that. I'm like, oh, I'm full. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's have sex. I'm done. Because they always have like a beef bar, and I'm always like, I want brisket. Oh, and I want true. ham, oh, and I want yeah. a kielbasa. Yeah, and I want a New York steak. Yeah, and I want a uh, fucking. Chile Verde. I want all the meats. I want tribe. <laughs> I want it. I want it. it and if I don't eat as much as I can, then I'm like, oh, I've wasted $10. <laughs> it's a waste of money. That's it's a waste why. of money that I didn't have my full weight plus um, in brisket. <laughs> I'm an animal. You're an animal. I love you. <laughs> So, um, he gives her a gift at dinner, and it is not a uh, bedazzled purse by any stretch of the imagination. It's a calling card from the 90s. I can't even remember the it's, last time we used like to call it. It's 1-800-COLLECT. Like, oh my god. Like, what are you giving her? The, like, a calling card so you can call long distance. This is so old. Oh, seven days a week. What was it? Seven days a week. Seven hours? For um, $3 a day. I don't because it didn't matter and it it's not something that really and it, and it doesn't, we are now right and it doesn't matter anymore it's so so dated I love it um, and then Charlotte makes two dinner dates which I'm like why did you make two dinner dates you make a lunch date and you make a dinner date you make you make plans for all the meals so that you don't have to go grocery shopping this is this is the rule what's wrong with you Charlotte like this it's our first time yeah but it was my first time too and I didn't do that shit 
But you're also smart. Yeah, fair enough. Charlotte's an idiot. Charlotte's an idiot. So she makes two dinner dates and they both find out about the other one and they share a cab uptown together. I thought that was fantastic. I, I want was, that spinoff love story. I do too. I'm like, they're going to fall in love. This is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I'm a fan. And this is why, and I totally have this note. I'm like, honesty is the best policy. Is it? It is. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about where your lies are. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how I win every game of bullshit, is you always just tell the truth until you win. I always cheat. <laughs> I'm always like, here's three fours, and I've put down, like, six cards. Ah! But they're all, like, properly labeled, so you can see that, or they're all properly set together. So, so you can see three cards that I've set down, I'm like, here's three fours. And I just get cards that I know that are not going to work out of my system, because I, I plan it out. So I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get the threes, the sixes, the nines, the twelves. And if I went on the 12, and then I'm just like, okay, well, I have a 4. I'm going to stick that 4 in the 3. I'm going to put this that here. That is diabolical. And you always sit at the bottom. So if anyone ever tries to count your cards, you pick up to the top 3 or the top whatever you set down. And you're like, ah! That is so amazing. I think that it's is- the only game that I can cheat at because I think the point is to, like, cheat. get away yeah, with yeah, something. Yeah, the point is the So like, I'm just like, ooh, yeah. bitch, I took your game and I fucking took it to a whole other level. You did. Good for fucking you. <laughs> I'm going to play with all these people. They're going to be like, they're going to be checking every single one of my fucking cards. Yeah. But then that's it. You set it up to the point where at the point that someone picks, like, picks up on what you might be doing, Mm -hmm. you only have the cards that you need to win. Yep. That is so, that is so diabolical. Mm. Good for you. Mm. I just like being honest, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And so the the asshole that Miranda's dating, she finally dumps because he makes her an optimist. Like, and I literally wrote it down before Carrie had her voiceover that says, she, you know, he had made her a cockeyed optimist. I'm like, ah, bitch, I just wrote that down. I can write this show. Darren. Darren. <laughs> I can write episodes of Younger. Can, you can do a spec good. script. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to do it. New projects. But yeah, so, um... They're, like, at breakfast celebrating or lunch, maybe? I think it's lunch. I think it's lunch because they're having champagne, but they're not having it with orange juice, so it's got to be lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so they're, like, just sitting there, and he's being a dick about it, and she was like, this, no, the champagne is beautiful. You know, the the bread is wonderful. Look at that. Look at these flowers on this table. And he's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And... I'm like, oh my god, she's an optimist. Like, that's when you know. Like, when I'm trying to look on the bright side of something, I know that that person is beyond redemption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so me. <laughs> I love it. And then Carrie needs a new fuck buddy because she completely fucked up this one. Because she took you, him out on a date. You don't date your yeah. fuck buddies. That's kind of the point. Yeah, so they came back and had, like, this awkward conversation after they had tried watching a movie together, which he didn't understand. It's like... You're not even remotely compatible. Like, how did you guys even get on the first date to the sex to begin with? Right. Like, Sometimes I, you're just sexually compatible, and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen here because this is boring, but something could come of this. It's and it's true. Sex. That's true. Yeah, but don't date your fuck buddies. I had a fuck buddy mm-hmm. don't who... I was like, I just want to show up for sex. That's literally all I want. I'm not trying to have a conversation. I'm not trying to watch TV. <laughs> like, none of that. But they were... That's how they had to build up to the sex. Yeah. So then they'd be like, here, here's this thing. And I was like, honestly, I don't care. I don't care. I don't. Just suck my dick and let me leave. Please. Oh, yeah. That's the rough. I'm that's like, the this rough. This is what I'm here for. 
Um, so yeah. So do you have anything else to, to add? No, That's kind that of the episode. It. That's like totally it. So um, we do have the the next episode coming up is shortcomings, um, but that will not be our next episode. What? Yeah, we are going to be doing something a little a little different a, a little, little fun different. we're gonna sound different we're it's gonna be amazing you guys the sounds that you're gonna witness in this next show episode mm. you're unprepared for yeah completely unprepared for and it's gonna be amazing it is going to be something that um it's gonna be i hope one of our other spinoffs besides like the bad dates is just things that sex in the city didn't cover so um, with, with that church bell that's happening right now, um, we will leave you. So, until next time, you guys. Always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. 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 <laughs> and that has been the Sex in the City AMR ASMR. So thank you so much for listening. And speak up. Always wear a condom. Bye. Bye.